Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The, the Derek Jackson situation. Absolutely. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. <laughs> Words need to be said. Words need to I have things to say. I just wanted us to be here. <laughs> the moment that you turn off your laptop, you are you come face to face with the real you. Oh, it's just so, so much. This whole idea of the um, long-suffering woman in the that marriage. Way, long-suffering. long-suffering. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee, and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth, and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about influencers and celebrities. Should influencers be celebrities? What is the purpose of the influencer in today's society? I am so excited to get into this, this episode. This is going to be <laughs> so good. I am very, very excited to get into this episode. But before we get into the episode, yeah. it's time for a dilemma. Dun, dun, dun. Now we've got a very saucy one. Hold on. Let me just pop on my glasses for this one. All right? let me just it's pop a on lengthy this. one. It's a lengthy one and... If you know anything about me, you'll know that my eyesight is very much failing. (laughs) Now, our good sis, here's Mm. our dilemma for today. I am a final year medical student and my now ex-boyfriend is too. We're both 24. We are both Christians and he is very committed. However, a discussion came up about men being the head of the household. And he said in times of disagreement, the final decision would be with me. Now, one of the examples- With him. With him. Okay, Mm -hmm. wow. And one, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the one example he used was that she wants too extravagant of a house. Now she wants a cinema room, a sauna, a lavish. swimming pool. She wants it lavish, but he just wants a humble home okay. so he can give more money away. Okay, okay. Now she says that she's very giving and caring, but property is just one thing she's really passionate about, and she deserves to relax after the hard days of being a doctor. Mm. He refused to see this and they ultimately broke up as mm. he wanted her to compromise. Mm. In one of the, you know, breaking up discussions that they had, yeah. he said that maybe he'll look for a less ambitious woman next time. Those were the words he used. Absolutely. He'll look for a less ambitious woman. <laughs> now she said, I hate this situation because mm. I feel like it's such a stupid thing to break up over. If I date any Christian man, am I going to have to relinquish autonomy once married if I want to be a true Christian wife? Mm. I just don't know what to do. I've tried talking to him to say I'm confused, but it mm. just ends up in a shouting match. And now I feel okay. the disrespect is too far yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one because I think there are three things here for me. Three things. Yes, ma'am. One, I don't think this was a, a stupid thing to break up over. Mm-hmm. I think this proved that they weren't compatible. Mm. And I think compatibility is something that's really important to look for in the sense that whilst we can say, I'm a Christian, he's a Christian too. Or, you know, I, I stand for this. He stands for that too. He says, Mm -hmm. this is important to him. It's important to me too. And that's enough. Mm -hmm. You actually need to go and see within our, our beliefs, Mm -hmm. do we have complementary beliefs Mm. or are they contradicting? Mm -hmm. I think that's, for example, you know, 
with the house thing. I want a nice home. You don't want a nice home. Is not having a nice home a not like it's having a nice home a non-negotiable for her? It is. So you're not compatible with somebody who's saying having a humble home is a non-negotiable for me. And in this case, there was no compromise. So clearly it's really important to both of you. So you've just proven you're incompatible in that area. Mm -hmm. Now, for some people, they'll say, okay, we're incompatible in that area. But ultimately, I could let that go. But if none of you can let it go, then you're incompatible. And I think it's actually really important to know this. Because even when we were having that conversation about dating a couple of weeks ago, we were saying... Dating someone, it doesn't mean you have to end up with that person. Absolutely. You don't have to force it. And so it's really important to make sure if, if we do get married, it's going to be forever, hopefully. I don't want to be with someone who I can't, we don't complement each other and we, we just, yeah. we're incompatible. The second thing is, I think she may be thinking, am I less of a Christian than him? Mm. And I think that that's a really important thing to kind of dwell on, which is it may be a conviction for him doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a conviction for you if it's something that you're happy to take on then fine but in this case you're not and it brings us to point number one it's an incompatibility issue it doesn't make you less of a christian liking nice things Mm -hmm. and i think that that's something you also like in her saying am i gonna have to kind of deal with this in future relationships and him calling her too ambitious, let's to paraphrase. Yeah. I don't think you should be shamed for that. If you have a desire in your heart and you know, maybe God's gonna use that as a part of your story or whatever, the glory he gets over your life, you have in this nice house, why should you be shamed for that? If it's different if somebody is saying, you know, I think you may be a you're 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 placing too much value in physical things and mm. you are maybe a superficial person. If it's something about a character reflection and a character flaw, yeah. that's a different conversation to saying you're too ambitious and it's yeah, not a negative thing. That's, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if your your ambition is driving you to do things which are unchristian, that's a different conversation to saying I'm your husband, just change, you know? And if you're not in the same place mentally, spiritually and all of that, you're yeah. going to feel cheated. You're going to feel like, hold on a minute, You're, all of my money is being given away and I don't want it to be given away. Yeah. And just because I love you, it doesn't mean I'm going to stay silent on these issues. And even if I do stay silent, I'm going to build resentment. So I think it's important to make sure you're on the same page and you're both willing mm. to give. Mm-hmm. The third thing is, for me, the essence of this conversation about submission, one thing that people don't highlight enough is love and trust. Mm-hmm. If you believe somebody loves you and you can trust them that they have your best interest at heart and Mm -hmm. they want to give you, not give you a life, but they want to build a life with you where you are also happy and where you are fulfilling your destiny and your God's calling on your life and you are satisfying God with Mm -hmm. your character and your walk as a Christian, then you'll be able to submit because you trust. If you don't trust, you can't submit. And I think a lot of us point to Christian women and we're like, yeah, you have to be submissive. And we don't hammer into Christian men. You need to learn how to lead a woman and prove that you're worthy of that position of leadership. Mm -hmm. We don't emphasize that enough. Mm -hmm. You're just a man. You get a wife. Can you imagine? Nah. Not just any man. No, 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 no. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on a minute, Wait a a second, sir. (laughs) You actually have to prove yourself as trustworthy. You have to prove yourself as sacrificial. Mm -hmm. 
You have to, with evidence, you have to prove yourself as responsible. Mm. Do we emphasize that enough? So in what she's, I mean, yeah, I, I think those are the three things that I would, I would give advice and like think about these things. But mm. how about you? I'm interested to hear your view. Miss Courtney. Miss Independent. Yeah, you be out here stealing all of my points and whatnot. I don't even know if there's anything for me to add <laughs> that, to that. I think you could touch on the autonomy thing. Yeah, that was in my... Oh, this I is why you need well. to go get you a best friend. She <laughs> <laughs> you know what's on in my mind. <laughs> but yeah, um, the autonomy thing, I'm not going to lie, it did rub me a little bit. Um, mm. Also, um, as you were speaking, this whole idea of submission, right? Mm. Um, and this whole underlying assumption that he is going to have the final say in a mm. lot of these conversations. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing mm. in the context of like marriage and relationships and stuff. If you decide that one party will have the quote unquote, the final say yeah. it's what waiting does that person place on your thoughts, feelings, and emotions before they come to that conclusion. Mm. And if they're so quick to jump to that final decision without adding some kind of weightiness to the considerations that you have, yeah. I'm not really sure that you're very compatible. And it's also, you also need to think about things like, compromise right as you said courtney i don't think this is a bad thing to break up over this is more so the thing thing exactly the thing that you broke up over was more so a symptom of a deeper issue Mm. and the root issue being can you guys compromise with each other are you actually compatible with each other it's just that it's manifested or rather channeled through the issue of the house like Mm. I'm sure that if you look a lot more closely, there's other things. The mm. fact that, you know, he said, quote unquote, I might look for a less ambitious woman. I thought was a bit strange in the context of that particular yeah. issue. If, yeah. you, if you get what I mean, because it's, it's less so about ambition and more so about features of a house. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. But the fact that he said he wants someone that's less ambitious mm. means that there's a compatibility issue yes. as opposed to it being something that's more superficial. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's a petty thing to break up over. And if you decide, I mean, look, on honestly, it's up to you, sis. I don't think it's a bad thing for you guys to break up over this issue. Um, but if you do decide that, you know, you want to make amends, yeah, be aware of the fact that there are certain compatibility issues and underlying tensions around the topic of compromise that you guys need to come to a decision on. Um, and you need to see, like, how much compromise can there be? Because that's what relationships are yeah. about. It's about comp- compromise. Like yeah. as much as we often think that because there's submission present in a relationship, there can't be compromise. Mm. And I think I love what you were saying about the fact that we don't hammer into men enough that they also need to be leaders because I don't know about you, but I'm unwilling to submit to somebody that's not a leader. Best believe it. I'm unwilling to, I'm willing to submit, but I won't submit to anybody that's less than. And this is the issue. Like, I think people get so, all these feminists and how they're like tearing apart the family. The issue isn't that women don't want to submit, it's they don't want to submit to you. And I think that that's the, no, we've said this before in the (laughs) when will you get married episode, yeah? And it's really close to my heart because people, it's like when people try to force themselves on you and it's like, no, I... I know what God is is setting me up for yeah. or I know what I want my life to be like mm-hmm. and I have no problem submitting to you if I can trust you. Yeah. I I don't and if I can respect you or if I feel like you can lead me in a place where I feel secure, mm-hmm. I feel safe, mm-hmm. I feel heard, mm-hmm. I feel loved. Yeah. People don't create that environment yet they demand submission. 
forgetting that submission is a response to being loved well. Absolutely. And it's not a response to manhood or the the very being a man, you know? The fact that you're a man is irrelevant. There's a lot of men. Because if that were the case, I would submit to all men. And I don't. I have no desire to do that. And I won't be doing that. Thank you. Yeah. So listen, sis, if you decide to break up, that's on you. But we just want to affirm and say that, listen, it's good to have these conversations and it's good to have these thoughts as well. Mm. You're both quite young as well. You're both 24 Mm. and early 20s and you've got time. So there really is time to think about this present relationship as well as consider the fact that you two might not be compatible. That's a-okay. Um, and if you do feel like you're being disrespected continually in a si- mm. this kind of situation, it's best to leave it now mm. because these kind of things can fester over time. If you think that something is an issue or a red flag now, it's going to scream at you in about five years time. So if you do see this as an exit door, feel free to you know exit amicably and yeah. understand that, you know what, we were good together, but yeah. we weren't compatible. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Resentment can be so real. <sighs> resentment don't even get us started on that one yeah but not about resentment and just feeling like you've lost yourself Mm. in someone else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah don't allow yourself to be consumed absolutely yeah absolutely well we hope that was a helpful response to your dilemma sis and thank you so so much for sending it in Keep sending us dilemmas. Yes, you please. can send it to us via email. Hello at twomysisters.com. Come and say hello. You can send it to us through our website as well as send it to us through our Instagram or Twitter DMs. They are very much open. But now to get onto the main course of this heavy, <laughs> heavy topic. Oh, we've Let's been go. waiting for this one. We've been waiting for this one. Just get ready for it. It's because of everything that's Ooh. been happening, yeah? Ooh. Everything that's been happening has been bubbling up Absolutely. and it's like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's get into talk it. about it. We've been getting some interesting requests on the DM. So I hope wow. you sisters really enjoy this one because we're going <laughs> to tackle them all. Um, but first, let's let's deal with the meatiness, the okay. weightiness. Okay. So influencers, mm. what is, first of all, how do you define an influencer? Oh, that's interesting. And what do you think is the role of an influencer in the 21st century? Okay. So I think from a commercial standpoint, um, and and I guess from what we're seeing more recently, influencers are people who hold influence. Mm-hmm. They say something or they do something and they um, kind of make other people want to do it as well. Not they make them, but by viewing them, their lifestyle, their um, expertise, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Um, their results, you want to do what they do and, and mm-hmm. partake in the things that they do, which is really good and buy the things that they want to buy. So they can be sources of inspiration, but in ultimately they are sources of influence right they influence the way people behave um and sometimes they are they are monetarily compensated for that um their their influence can have monetary value for example to brands to businesses but just widely in society even if you're not an influencer by profession Mm -hmm. um you have influences in your life your friends your family and the people who you consider respectful and respectable the people who you consider inspirations Mm -hmm. and people who are examples to you they are the influences in your life and so Mm -hmm. I think that that's what an influencer is um I think there are a lot of people who have big followings Mm -hmm. and people who follow them because they may like how they look and so they're going to buy the things that they wear or they they buy the things that they use because I want to be like you or you've inspired me in this area so Mm -hmm. that's an example of influencing Mm, I think I I definitely broadly agree Mm. it's the 
inspiring a behavioral change. Yeah. Right. The fact that I could look at something that, you know, someone is wearing or someone is doing and think, ah, oh, I'm actually invested in this story. I'm yeah. invested in this person enough to actually change my behavior. Yeah. Now thinking about influencers, because it can be quite a broad term. And I think right now influencers on social media are particularly relevant for our generation. Mm. Do you think that there's a distinction between influencers mm. and celebrities? And oh. do you think influencers should be celebrities? I think that line is being blurred more and more these mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. I think even the people who people look to as celebrities, especially yep. if you're young, like Gen Z, yeah, young, yeah, yeah. TikTok young, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you like born in the 2000s young. Yeah, celebrities yeah. to you are influencers mm-hmm, you know if mm-hmm. you see your favorite influencer who has like half a mil a million subscribers out they are a celebrity yeah, right we yeah. treat them like britney spears like the, your favorite boy band that's them britney. do you get it's britney <laughs> <laughs> um and i feel like you get um the thing of celebrities are still out there but i think the line is even i mean even celebrities now are leveraging off of influencers in order to still kind of stay relevant you know like mm-hmm. you look at the career transition of like will smith for example, and it's like celebrity, actor, influencer, you know, or content creator. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you don't, right now, if you haven't got a presence on the internet, are you actually a celebrity? You know, you could could be like an OG, you could be an icon, but a a relevant celebrity (laughs) and and an actual influence, Mm -hmm. maybe not you know mm. um and and these are in all spheres it's not just commercial it's political mm-hmm. it's um cultural yeah. all of these things so i i think the line is i i personally couldn't give a distinction yeah between influence and yeah. celebrity yeah how about you i hear it i definitely hear it i think the line is definitely being extremely blurred mm. nowadays with the rise of something like social media mm. i think if we take it a couple of generations ago celebrity was you know, the it girls and guys, yeah. you know, the Hollywood yeah. um, actors and actresses. It was very much those people that were famous through very selective mediums, right? Being, they had their niche. You know, exactly. Television, radio. And there was only a select few kind of like platforms that yeah. you could see those people. And they had a body of work behind them as well. Yeah. So celebrity status was often for actors and actresses. Yeah. It started to broaden out a little bit more to include reality TV, TV. shots, TV stars. Um, and then as we came into the 21st century with the rise of the internet, yes. the fact that you have this mass democratization of virality, of um, consumption of yeah. content, now influencers are essentially celebrities. Yeah. Like they are the modern day celebrity. Yeah. Um, so I think you're very much right in saying that the distinction is very much blurred now that the keys of influence have been transferred to the, the social masses. media influence, to the masses. The masses. Um, but yeah, thinking about, you know, bodies of work and influencers mm. and the things that influencers, particularly on social media, do, what would you say is good about having influencers nowadays? Oh, I I think one thing that's amazing, even about what you were saying about the democratization of social media. Yep no longer is power really held in the voices of a few people, mm-hmm. right? It's been dispersed. Yeah. And it, as long as you have a form of technology, right? Like on this table, we have a phone, laptops, iPad. We have a way to talk to the world mm-hmm. if, if we wanted to. And I, I remember listening to, um, like a, she's a political activist and she was saying how 
Fox News or, you know, CNN News, they get like 700,000 viewers, like in an evening, primetime water and primetime news. They get like 700,000 people. If I send out a 140 character tweet, I reach 2 million people. Mm. That level of power is in people's back pockets. Do you get what I mean? To be able to talk to the world globally, not just in your local area. That's crazy. Globally anyone who is just dedicated to building on social media and it doesn't even take that much dedication mm-hmm. can do that mm-hmm. um and i think that that is good and it's mm-hmm. bad it comes with its pros and its cons mm-hmm. and the pros and cons are as heavy as each other mm-hmm. because it's great for if we look at something like um the arab spring yeah and kind of political movements that is the arab spring right yeah mm-hmm. political movements that have happened where social media was essential even if we look at last year protests that were happening assembling and being organized through social media like Mm -hmm. this is a specific hashtag if you go to that hashtag you'll be able to find the the groups where you'll be able to get help xyz that is so powerful Mm -hmm. and i think for the people who and and, and i think for people to be able to share their stories as well in a way that isn't censored Mm -hmm. i think the internet though it is becoming more and more censored um is a place where you you create you don't have to be filtered by an agenda. You can just say what you want to say. Mm. You can just be who you want to be. You can construct your life and find the freedom. Mm. However you want to, you can build a brand if you want to. If you don't, you can just speak your mind, whatever it is. Um, and I think that that's actually a really good thing. I think that that's a really good thing to have. I think also the relatability aspect. Yeah. For people to be able to go on the internet and watch their favorite YouTuber yeah. and just feel like mm-hmm. they're just like me mm-hmm. um, rather than, I don't know, the Kardashians, mm-hmm. where it can sometimes feel a bit so out of touch that these are people you're watching for entertainment. You're not using them as inspiration mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can go on and you can watch Renee, you could watch Courtney, you could watch TMS, you could watch Nella Rose, you could watch whoever and be inspired. You can watch V, you can you can do so many things yeah. and be inspired by what they're doing and think this is actually accessible. Yeah. I don't just need to be I don't have to have paparazzi following me in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. Here are people with vlog cameras just going about their day, showing you this is what real life can be like and this yeah. is what real life is like. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's an amazing thing. No, I absolutely love that. And as you were saying, just the mass democratization of that power, being able to do things that are cool, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be, you know, if I'm interested in fashion, like mm-hmm. I could actually start and create a whole fashion movement. Um, if I'm interested in, you know, some... I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of really cool people on like TikTok recently, mm. like designers in I'm particular. Not on TikTok, yeah, Great might example. need to jump on. I've got my secret one to keep up with the, <laughs> to keep up with the kids, you know, keep up with the Gen Zers. Um, especially shout out to my little sisters who'd be sending me TikToks relentlessly, <laughs> relentlessly. Um, but I've been seeing a whole host of extremely talented designers that I think could easily design like the next Marvel films mm. on places like TikTok and social media and stuff like that. So. I think it's also a really beautiful platform where people who are extremely and exceptionally talented don't have to go through established means or channels to have influence or make a change. And I love what you were saying about accessibility and relatability. It's nice seeing people that you can relate to. It's nice seeing people that look like you, sound like you. They don't sound like, they don't, they don't just seem fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it doesn't seem so constructed and like, strategize like you know mm-hmm. celebrities put their brands together social mm-hmm. media is organic it feels organic mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's really really nice and um 
I know that as you were saying, the pros and cons can be as weighty as each other. We'll get onto the cons. You already know that one is the next one that we go pop off on. Um, but I genuinely think that the influencer space is, it's a beautiful space. Mm. And I think a lot of people don't get credit with being an influencer. Mm. I don't think it's even credible as a real job sometimes. Yeah. People don't treat it as a real yeah, job. Which really, I I hope I think it is changing, but it yeah. needs to change faster because 100%. the work and also the results are absolutely, definitely there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just the amount of work that goes into producing content is crazy. We know firsthand. We know <laughs> We know firsthand, yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. And I joke, I've been joking about this over the past few days, but mm. I was talking about the fact that when I was choosing my A-levels, mm. like I was always dissuaded from taking A-level drama. Mm. And it was like, I'll go for the hard hitting subjects and stuff like that. I kid you not, like the most relevant A-level, thinking back is probably my A-level mm. drama. Because when you're creating content, it's about telling and yeah, sharing stories. stories. Um, so it's just been a very interesting time where I've just been thinking, hmm, what was actually super useful and how yeah. has, how is the education system also evolving to match up to a lot of these, this is these it. transitions? Too? This is it. I, I genuinely think they should teach social media, 100%. like internet, um, use on like in business courses. I'm sure they're doing that already, but as an, like a life skill. Mm. Do you remember when they used to have that useless thing, critical thinking? <laughs> replace that with like social media in, internet studies yeah, or something yeah, yeah, and yeah. not like computer science yeah. actual like how do you navigate the internet because there's Absolutely. so much like how we used to have p-h-e yeah. p-s-h-e p-h-s-e p-s-h-e the citizenship one, the citizenship thing one. you should teach like cyberbullying, all yeah. these things like understanding how to navigate the internet mm. and also use it for your good because one thing that is a massive benefit that we can both attest to is yeah. The monetization of content Absolutely. in order to, to become an influencer or because you're an influencer has actually elevated a lot of people's social class and social status in a way that it wouldn't have done a decade ago or two dec Absolutely. decades ago. If you go on YouTube, you can find people who have become millionaires mm -hmm. on YouTube. They, they just make videos, not they just make videos, but they've made videos over a long period of time now. They're millionaires. millionaires. They're actually million. Like they're competing with the like top tech giants. Like crazy. they're, they're big. Isn't that crazy? That's the power of the Isn't internet. it crazy? It's so disruptive. And yeah, I just, I love the power that that, that influencers mm. get from doing that. Mm. Um, but of course it's not all rosy and um, <laughs> we're moving swiftly on to the slightly juicier uh, part of that uh, topic, which is the cons. Yeah. What would you say are the main cons or issues with influencing influencers and the space itself so <laughs> regulation mm -hmm. not just legally and like with policies and stuff but actually when so many people can put stuff out there yeah how far <laughs> is too far yep. in giving people autonomy right yeah, yeah. if you get to create your own content where it's for example on tv there are certain things you can't say before a certain time. Yeah. There are certain things that would just not be premiered and would mm -hmm. not be safe and whatever. But on the internet, the censorship is dissolved yeah. to a certain degree. So you can say whatever you want to whatever audience you want. Terrifying. That's terrifying. That's good for things like political uprisings that are important, but it's also bad for like political extremism, mm -hmm. um, online bullying things like that it becomes really difficult i'd say that's one of the cons mm -hmm. of that but specifically with influencer culture 
one of the biggest issues I think we're seeing manifest now is, well, two things. A lot of things are not verifiable. You can come onto the internet and be whoever the heck you want to be. Yeah. Which is good sometimes because it gives you freedom from your reality, especially if your reality doesn't give you freedom. But it's bad if you position yourself as an influencer where people are kind of to an extent depending on you and, and looking to you for something and you... With much power comes much responsibility, you know, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, right? It's sometimes too much power. And it goes straight to people's heads. Where I I think sometimes when we were younger, we saw celebrities who, because of how much money they had and how much resource, and maybe because people saw them as, you know, you're my come up. So I'm not going to correct you on what you do. They fell into things like drug abuse. Um, We just kind of saw the the descent of their character and who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas an influencer culture, I think that can happen behind the scenes, but you can cover it up way better because you're in charge of your narrative. You don't have paparazzi following you. You don't have people exposing you yet, but you can construct your own reality. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of power because you can present yourself as something you might not be Mm -hmm. and people lap it up right people just take it Mm. and they become obsessed with you (laughs) they and 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 this is the thing people being obsessed with you people looking to you for what do you have to say what what's your opinion what are you doing how are you behaving that can be good that can feel good rather because it's bringing money into your pocket it's making you more notorious yeah yeah the reason why that can be bad is now you have so much power Who's going to correct you if you're doing something wrong? Number one. And number two, who's verifying that what you're doing is even right? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a massive... Yeah, sometimes the, the power that... It can, it can lead to people idolizing you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. sometimes too much responsibility for one human being. Mm. But what do you think? I, before I jump even back to what I think, in terms of people idolizing influencers... Is that the fault or the problem of the influencer? We've spoken about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it, or is it the fault or the problem of the uh, influencees? It's both. <laughs> it's both. Both are. Because, no, 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 it's both. Because it takes a lot of humility to say, not a lot of humility, but it takes humility to say, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want you to want to be like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? I think people want to position themselves because it, it's a lot, it gives you a lot of power and human beings, we crave power. Yeah. To say, I'm an expert, listen to me, mm-hmm. do as I say. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? That's a lot of power to hold. It takes humility to say, this is my opinion, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Or this is my that. opinion, feel free to disagree with me. Don't disrespect me. But you can disagree with me. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But I think the issue is a lot of people kind of, they lap it up. When people like them so much, it's getting more and more into their heads that, yeah, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. I'm that person. It becomes an ego trip. Yeah. The reason it's the fault of the consumer is you should never give anyone that much power. You should never idolize anyone. You should never think anyone is perfect. And I think sometimes we can, because of the constructed realities and the constructed personas, mm-hmm. we can think this person, she's perfect. 
I love her story. I love the way she acts. I love the way she behaves. You love the way she acts and behaves on camera. This is it. You love the story she presents mm-hmm. or he presents. Mm-hmm. You don't know them. And um, the amazing Adela Afadi on YouTube has a video on this, which is influencers are not your friends. Mm-hmm. And that kind of the confusion that can be brought from the fact that I feel so close to you because I watch you every day, but I don't actually know you. <laughs> and we need to sometimes get we that reality. Step. We need to take a step back. We need to get that reality and take, take a step back, back and realize you can feel like, even we say, we're your online big sisters, but you don't know me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So with that, you got to take everything I say as a pinch of salt in the sense that I could be spitting wisdom on this table. You could be spitting wisdom on this table, but it doesn't mean you should want to be me. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't mean that you should hold me to this pedal store because you don't know what I do when I turn this camera off. I could be slaughtering people. I could be a bully. I could be a thief. You wouldn't know because I don't put it on the internet, Mm. but in my head, you want everything I have. (sighs) That's a problem. So it's, it goes both ways. And and on top of it, I could keep reinforcing that because it brings me money. Absolutely. This is it. It brings me money. This is it. Oh, Courtney, you touched on so many points there that are just so pertinent and topical. And guys, I can confirm she's not a thief. She's not a bully. I try it. She tries really, really hard. I do try. (laughs) That's why there's two of us just in case, you know, have to verify that the other is of sound mind. (laughs) Um, But I think you brought up so many brilliant and excellent points that just grinds my gears when we think about Mm. Influencer culture, right? Tell us about them. Oh goodness me! First of all, the point that you were making: um, influencers are not your friends. They're not. They're not your cousins. They're not your like. In terms of you being invested and bought into their story, that's exactly what you are. You're Mm. bought into their stories because their stories bring them money, and that inherently is not a bad thing as long as you are aware of these things. And we sorry, even to interject. You should, you can have sources of inspiration. Absolutely. That is fine. Like even coming to this as a reference point, like being a part of the sisterhood, Mm -hmm. it's great, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean negate in-person relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. In-person relationships will always trump online relationships by a thousand. And listen, it's great that we're all connected in this digital age. It's great that you can reach out to people, but understand that influencers are not, they should not be your primary source of, (laughs) relationship um intimacy and all that kind of good stuff you need to make sure that they're in person yeah all your standard absolutely and i think unregulated power in the form of influencing can be a double-edged sword Mm. both on the part of the consumer and the influencer Mm. on the part of the influencer in the sense that live by the sword die Die by the sword sword. One day, your followers will love you. Everybody will love you. All of that stuff. One wrong slip, one thing that you say, and all of a sudden, somebody is coming for you. Cancel culture vultures. Cancel culture vultures will come for your neck. And I think one thing that I tell myself, even being somebody that is now like online and about, um, is that not everybody will like you or agree with you. Yeah. Some people you will actively offend just by being you. You. And I think there's a fine balance in navigating that because some influencers take that to heart, but they take it a bit too far in that, oh, because I will offend somebody, I'm now making it my mission to offend everybody. It's screaming. (laughs) It's actually so (laughs) true. It's actually some that I just think, yeah, you actually should be Yeah, all publicity is good publicity. You must stop. Now, actually what you're doing is extremely problematic and you must be stopped. 
there's those that take it a bit too far. Um, and on the part of the influencer, as much as people, you know, like to run away and shirk from the fact that, you know, social media, I'm just using my platform. Mm. There is a duty of care there and there is yes. a responsibility when yeah. you've constructed a narrative and you've constructed a story or version of yourself yeah. that resonates with thousands of people. Yeah. You yeah. know that there is a duty of care there. Yeah. And the whole, you know, I'm just being me and people care about me type. And the reason why it's I'm a bit, it's it. very iffy and I'm not here for it either is because when you were pitching to the brand, you were very aware of the influence that you hold. You put it in numbers, you quantified it, you put a price on it. Hello, somebody. But when somebody is coming to you and saying you're a bad influence, Absolutely. it's now, but I never asked to be an influence. Absolutely. Then get rid of your pitch deck. Absolutely. Get rid of your media pack. Do you have influence or not? Absolutely. Is that What's the truth here? And I think that, there's, that that's why it's a double-edged sword because it's like, listen... And I love what you said about people taking um, the controversy too far. But I think there's the other side of, unfortunately, with influencer culture, when loads of people love you and your success is based on people loving you, Mm. when they hate you, you feel, who am I? Or it it hits you harder because one, it's going to interfere with your, your paycheck. Your really and truly. Yeah. Number two, it's going to affect your self-esteem because a huge part of what's propped you up, depending on where your mental is and how, how you view your platform and your job, mm. if it's your job, and is other people's opinions of you. Crazy. People telling you I like you or, I, or I don't like that's you crazy. can make or break your day. And that's why talking about mental health in the influencer space is really important mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it everything is a bit of a simulation because mm-hmm. people are, com- the same way we're saying influencers are not your friends, influencers have to look at their notifications and realize, well, these people are saying, I love you. I, I love this and well done and congrats and you're my big sis and you're my inspiration. They aren't your friends. No, they're not. And another thing that I would want to bring to everybody's attention when we're discussing influencers and their roles in our lives is mm. not all influencers are revolutionaries. Oh, They're not go activists. There. They're not activists. Go there. Because I think this whole, I'm in two minds about it, right? There are some influencers. If you have positioned yourself in such a way to be the voice of the people, mm. then by all means, you will die by that sword. If when time push comes to shove and people are waiting for you to do a statement and, and your don't. statement is trash. Yeah. You will die by the sword. But I think this mentality of we need to, we need, we expect all influencers to be actively educated on a range of all of these topics, every single topic from climate change to racial it's issues insanity. to, it's not possible. Because you yourself, you know that's not this you. As it. consumers, I think the expectations for influencers to be proxy for our own opinions or to hold the weight and carry the burden of being yeah. the most knowledgeable on every single social problem yeah. is a complete farce oh it's It's just not possible and that's the problem with putting people on pedestals and using them as like you said representations of the people that's not what they ask to be often Mm -hmm. that this is just i'm just a person with a camera i like to make videos on what i i like to make videos on i didn't ask to be the exemplary student i didn't ask to be the um, epitome of entrepreneurship or anything like that i'm just sharing my story i'm just sharing my experience and my life journey Mm -hmm. i am not an idol absolutely i am not a statue i'm not a monument i'm not don't do that be careful absolutely Absolutely. and the i guess the last thing i want to touch on before we move into the rather interesting segment of our uh, conversation today is I wanted to touch on the fact that I feel like 
influencer culture can also be a breeding ground, especially today mm. for narcissism and grandiosity. Yeah. In the sense that a lot of people think that by virtue of being an influencer, they are entitled to certain privileges. Yeah. They are entitled to being superior. about them superior to everybody else. They are extremely self-centered to the point where when they even post about things that are about other people or about other communities, it comes across as virtue signaling. Mm. It comes across as very fake humility-ish. Mm. Like it mm. doesn't feel very truthful. Mm -hmm. And then grandiosity in the sense that, again, that superiority complex, that God complex yeah. of I am better than you. Yeah. I feel like influencer culture sometimes can breed this whole idea or like make people think that they are better. Yeah. Even whether it's true or not, yeah. because they look better, yeah. they are better. Yeah. And the, the, what is the word? Oh, English is escaping me. Nah, today. go. <laughs> Take your time. The too. obsession with imagery as validation. This is what I was going to say. Talk to me about it. <sighs> <laughs> this is another thing where it's our fault and influencers' faults, mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm, I'm saying our, mm -hmm. we're both influencers, but mm -hmm. in our, let's talk about being like watchers right yeah and consumers of content we kind of help fuel what's the standard of success yeah. right yeah so for example when somebody buys a house or they get a nice car and we're like whoa she's done it she's made it oh my yeah, gosh wow out, yeah. or she gets married and it's like oh i'm so happy for her da -da 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 -da. it kind of gets in into that influencer's head i think it's a, it's a stamp of affirmation, yeah. which can be good, mm -hmm. but then it can easily blow up your mind. Yeah. It can, it can just make you so big headed because you're thinking, look at all these people praising me. Look at all this love that I'm getting. Right. But we're the ones who shower the love on them. Mm -hmm. And we make those things, the standards of success. Yeah. Influences are setting the pace of what's successful. Mm. If these people are you know, because it, it presents sometimes, and let's talk about it from like more of a commercial point of view. Yeah, it presents yeah. itself as this is the height of sometimes luxury or this is the height of success. This is the it thing to do. This is the it place to eat. This is the it car to have. This is the it house to buy. This is, do you get what I mean? This is the the, the it interior to have. Yeah. And it starts making people despise what they have. And then in turn, it starts making the influencer think, yeah, yeah. I'm the standard. Yep. Absolutely. That's nice. I, I set, I set pace. I set, I'm the captain am, now. <laughs> you know? Have you seen that? Me? I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the captain, captain now. <laughs> and I think that that's sometimes, that is very dangerous, like you said, because mm. it is hugely about imagery mm. and it's about what do you present? And, mm. and it's, it's, I, I heard Grace Beverly talking about this thing. I think she's writing about it in her book, but it's announcement culture. Yeah. Influencers yeah. announce something and they post and they're always on the next thing. They're always on the next thing. They're, so everyone feels like they're keeping up they're following behind they're the leaders of the culture so we're following behind when you're the leader you have the control mm -hmm. i sway where we're going that is the easiest way to get prideful yeah and i think that, that it can lead to pride but it doesn't help them when the people behind you are hailing you like yes you're the perfect person Absolutely. yes you're doing Absolutely. so well and you know and and how can your if you're positioning yourself as the influencer who's gonna come and tell you you need to change because you're the one setting pace. Absolutely. So do you have people in your real life who are telling you, refine your character here, you know, mm. humble yourself here a little bit and not in a hating. And the thing is, it will get painted as you're hating me because people love me. 
People people don't see what's wrong with my... My supporters say my, that I'm great. Do you get what I mean? And it's like... Those okay, are your fans, not your Those friends. are your fans. They're not your friends. Of course they're going to say you're great. <laughs> what a shaky breath. <laughs> oh, it's a shaky breath because we're about to take a little detour in on, on TMS right okay. now. We're going to introduce some case studies. Okay. And um, we know the sisters have been shouting for this. And uh, we've been trying to reserve comment on a couple of case studies that we've seen in the media and in the press. <laughs> Courtney, stop. <laughs> We've been trying to reserve commentary because, you know, I, for one, just discussing other people's lives sometimes I think can be a bit, you know, gossipy yeah. and it's just not cute. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, however, we've had an unprecedented amount of messages <laughs> to deal to deal with a couple case studies. So we've said picked... we are in unprecedented times. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to pick our top three requests mm. um, in light of influencer and celebrity culture okay. to have a conversation around, um, you know, what it means, what they represent, and kind of like what are the messages um, that we can learn yeah, from a lot of yeah, these situations. Yeah. So the first, mm. um, you're gonna have to guess who this is, Courtney. Okay. Um, and when I wear my helmet of salvation, no. Why you gotta bring I... up the wife? <laughs> why you gotta bring up Denaya? Do you know why I have is to bring up Denaya? That Denaya, yeah. Denaya? You know why I have to bring up the wife because. That's what everyone is bringing up. Really. And you know what? Isn't that, that interesting? grinds my actual <laughs> gears, yeah? Because did she step out on her marriage? Oh, and I. And she's being, and oftentimes that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women have to suffer the consequences of some men's bad behavior. Absolutely. Over and over and over again. She's the one who's being put on trial here. Mm. Her husband's there monetizing all of that content, selling out his books. Yeah. Sorry, I, my tone sounds very harsh. Yeah. Okay, Let me give grace. Get, Let me give we, grace. We but need, the, the Derek it. Jackson situation. Absolutely. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said Pim. But I said I, I did a 15 second thing on my Instagram. I didn't I didn't say anything, but words need to be said. Words need to I have things to say. I just wanted us to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so let's talk. Um, I've even had to put the iPad on charge. Because so <laughs> we need a little bit, of, just a yeah. little bit of time. Okay, go on. The whole Derek Jackson situation. Yeah. So for those of you that are not familiar with the um, Derek Jackson story. Mm-hmm. So from our understanding, Derek Jackson is a relationship coach slash expert. He's mm. positioned himself as such on you know social media and Instagram. Yeah. For years. Um, for years okay. where he's commented and given advice to couples, um, particularly men as well, young women as well, as to what to look young for. Young women in, a lot. As to what to look for in men. And um, he's been married to his wife for a number of years now mm-hmm. and um, recently has come out with her to admit to, you know. Multiple counts. Fornication. Adultery. Um, fornication. Um, <laughs> fornication. Multiple accounts of unfaithfulness. <laughs> he's been unfaithful throughout the marriage yeah. and um, Denea, his wife's choice to, um, you know, stick by him and yeah. stand by him. And I think... For me, the initial video was quite, you know, shocking, and, mm. as it were. Mm. And I decided to just click off of it. Mm. But it was when I then saw the next video, which was him commenting as Can himself. actually... <laughs> okay, so no, no. Let's just talk about the first video, yeah? 
And then we'll go on to that because that is the problem with yeah. But yeah, let's. That's the epitome of everything wrong with influencer culture. But let's let's dig into the actual video where he announces that he has been unfaithful. I think everything that you were saying, both in this episode, Courtney, Mm. but also in the episode um, where we talked about you know the power of manifestation. Yeah, this whole idea of when you pose yourself as an expert. When things fail, particularly at your own hand, you are the blockage. You are the problem. You've got no one to blame. But There's you. nobody to blame. When you set yourself up as an expert, yeah. people have expectations yes. of you. Yes. Your brand is riding on how well you can keep up to these monumental expectations mm. that you've set up for yourself. And when mm. you have a you know moment of weakness, and the mm. thing is, this wasn't even a moment of weakness. weakness. This was... Con- continual moments of weakness throughout the whole time that you were positioning yourself as an expert yeah. and is now only exposed now. This, this, yeah, okay. I don't want to be judgmental, yeah. right? So I'm just yeah. going to say like from what I'm seeing yeah. and I hope he's like changing and he's getting help and yeah, he has yeah. the support the system around him absolutely, 100%. Absolutely. Um, and I'm I'm not saying this because I, I, I'm, I really want to preface that I'm saying this with as much like grace because I don't know where I'll be in the future. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. forbid my life would be, you know, dragged like this in public spectacle, but you never know what could happen to Absolutely. you, right? And I'd want grace to be expe- expe- uh, extended to me. Absolutely. This doesn't even look like multiple falls because that's kind of the, the the language people use. Oh, I had like, I, there was this, I made a mistake. There was this must one mishap. This actually looks like this is your character. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's not just, trip ups you're like this (laughs) and the reason why i have an issue with that is this is the perfect example of character going unchecked Mm. and people seeing being able to have the wisdom and talk the talk as the fruit yeah it's not the fruit Mm. me being able to tell you what a good marriage should look like doesn't mean I have a successful marriage. Absolutely. And I think we need to stop thinking because you say you have. No, because you have, you can say. Mm, Do you get what I mean? That's good. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. a lot of us, because building a personal brand, the money that's involved, being able to sell the book, being able to sell the merch, we know how to say, we know how to present we know how to create content. We know how to create the, 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 we know how to create the stuff. The stories. But to walk it out, the, the judgment that we rain down sometimes on other people. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have treated you like this. He should have treated you like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy when you're actually walking it mm-hmm. and you're actually living it, mm-hmm. right? And you see it sometimes in like, I would, I would even say like rappers, Yeah. I would never take this from a man disrespecting me. How much money I have. My issue is so good. I give sex so good. I do X, Y, Z so good. And yet you're the seventh baby mom. And your husband is, or your, your, your partner is cheating on you with several people, but you're still there. What happened to being a bad B? What happened to being, being misindependent? What happened to being, nobody can walk all over me. You know, you see it with rappers. I've got all this money. No one can chat to me about nothing. You man are broke. You're in bankruptcy. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. You're in bankruptcy. All of your stuff is rented. All of your your posse is leeching from you. (gasps) Everyone is taking money from you. You don't know how to handle it. Lord. Lord. Everyone can talk the talk. 
anyone can talk the talk. Absolutely. Question is, where's the fruit? Absolutely. Where's the evidence of what it is you are saying? Mm-hmm. What is the evidence? And and people can say, well, he never said he had a successful marriage. Absolutely. Then why are you taking advice from him? I, it's not even, no, because it's not even just he's single. This is not someone who's learned from failure. This is someone who's currently in failure. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. And they're not just telling you about where they're going wrong. Because this is, it's different if you maybe have a, a channel where mm. I share my journey and my ups and my downs and da, da, da. No, you're giving commentary on other people's lives. This is it. Oh, Courtney, I don't even know if we have time to dig into our We have time. <laughs> we have to, to dig today into we'll give you t- Even if we have to give you two episodes, we'll give you time. Because it's a perfect example it of what's... Is. Sis, it's a pandemic. It absolutely is a pandemic. Like, there's so many things that we can break down from that incident alone, right? There is the whole, you know, narcissistic side of it in the sense that how you're still even actively monetizing of something that has cause a lot of grievance in your life in yeah. your personal life and then there's the whole side of influencer culture that a lot of people need to actually discuss and talk about which is the ramifications of putting your life story online yes and now people feel entitled enough and invested enough that they now can comment on your life yeah they are now holding you accountable yeah. you know um Tasha from Texas is telling you that the way you treat your wife is terrible. Mm. And as much as as much as she may be right, the fact that she now has the power to do that, let's also discuss that. You gave her that power though. It's tight. These are the, the pros and the cons of the internet. It's tight. If you want people to love you, give people the room to hate you. It's tight. But now, you've got to take it. Now you've and, got random people telling you about yourself that you don't know from anywhere because yeah. you've decided to air your stuff online and the reason why that's important to highlight is you set up a standard which you should live by Mm -hmm. right in the sense that okay well you know why is there no room for me to make a mistake because you positioned yourself as an example that's why there's consequences right so this this is for example like let me just be honest and like transparent when i posted my video on my channel about my pornography addiction i was one of the biggest things that made it difficult to post it was I now need to live by a standard. Yep. Cause if in a couple months or years it comes out that I still have a pornography addiction absolutely, and I'm here telling people, this is what I did to become free from it. And people are now messaging me and like that, that video really helped me. It's not to say I'm a perfect person. It's not to say that they've now made me this idol and this God, but it holds me. It now makes me responsible for something. It's what we were just saying, right? Absolutely. Influencing comes with responsibility. Absolutely. You have to be willing to take it. So then when people then lift up their hands and they're like, no, I'm a human being too i'm at this too but you positioned yourself as an example you positioned yourself as an expert you positioned yourself as somebody who has this all together you you were talking the most you were correcting other people you're okay well you're presenting as a hypocrite absolutely you're a hypocrite and you even if you're able to then sit down and say, you know what, I was very hypocritical. All those videos I did where I was telling people that they were out of order for doing this and I did the same thing. All 465 thing. of them. And now you've convinced millions of people to go, because I saw all these comments um, that were like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend because Derek Jackson said he would never treat a woman like this. Or when I, I showed, I, I saw someone say, I remember I showed one of my boy, my, my boyfriends at the time, his videos. And I said, this is the sort of man that I want. 
a man who has been cheating on his wife several times and you don't know. Even before they got married. And even that, like, there's just so much we can do with this. The fact that you've now come to humiliate another party. And that's another thing that we can talk about in influencer culture. It's the fact that there are unwilling and willing participants yeah. that will come to your circus yeah. online and also get clowned. And that's why you have to protect people. Clowned. You have to protect people. And it's even more precarious because somebody like his wife, mm. what she represents, mm. I think is very, very important for a lot of women, particularly Oh, it's just so, so much. This whole idea of the um, long-suffering woman in that the marriage. Word, long-suffering. long-suffering. Yeah. yeah. Having to take X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Stand by. The, like, how many times have we seen tropes of, you know, both within our own, like, personal lives, but also online. Yeah. And just, like, in our environments of women who are long-suffering. Yeah. Willing to stand by men who are. See, this is the thing. I have an interesting relationship with that. Because I think to myself... This is still, and this is why you need to individualize these influences. Mm-hmm. This is still a marriage. This is a person. She probably, uh, she, in fact, she doesn't want her marriage to end. Mm-hmm. So whilst the, the culture That's and whilst the, the, the helmet, TL, the stop it. <laughs> no, because, no. And the reason why I, that might be her coping mechanism. I hear it though. Do you get what no, I mean? No, I that it. can be the only thing she can use. Just think about what this woman has been going through. Mm-hmm. For the last over a decade, the person you love and trust and you love them enough to become their wife and have a child with them has been stepping out on you repeatedly and you know public disgrace, yeah? She must be one, ha- she must have had a massive blow to her self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. probably, she is, I, I, um, went on her Instagram page recently and sis has been through a lot. Mm. She's been raped. Mm. She's been abused. She's gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah. She was going through, she lost her father and she felt like it was her fault. This is a person with a life story and a history. If her coping mechanism has been prayer, whether you think it's good or not, this is not her sin, but it's become her battle. Do you get what I mean? So she's chosen a way that she's going to fight it. My issue will purely be directed to him because he shouldn't have brought her into the firing line at all. She doesn't have a YouTube channel. Nope. I didn't even know he was married. Me too. Mm-hmm. Until this scandal happened. And instead of to keep her away from this, you've come and put her face on the Directly. internet. And you've put her in the line of fire and people are clowning. That's on you. That's on you. You should have protected her. Not only have you failed in protecting your marriage bed, you failed in protecting her, Mm. her sanity, her safety. You've literally become the opposite of everything you have spouted that you are. And I think, yeah, it's a very, very pertinent lesson that all influencers or aspiring influencers or just individuals live up to the standard that you set yourself. Make it a priority to live up to the standard that you set for yourself. Not just because of other people, not just because of the people that you care about, but for your own personal integrity. This is, this is is what I wonder, yeah? (laughs) Was he not, was he not? (laughs) Cody, you will not kill me today. No, Renee, 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 yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I'm listening. Was he not feeling peppered in his chest every time he went to his like mistress's homes and did those things and then recorded a video? 
Does it not? And this is what we mean. Don't wait for people to drag you before you G-check yourself. Mm. That personal development is important. Mm. And that's why narcissism is happening. Mm. Because you think, if the people don't know, it's not harmful. Because as long as it doesn't damage my personal brand, it's okay. As long as people don't know, it's all right. As long as my reputation is still intact, I'll Mm. do whatever I want. I'll just conceal it well. Mm. The issue is... The importance is not on how many followers you have and what they think of you. It's what you think of yourself. It's what you believe about yourself. It's what you are putting, allowing yourself to do. It's about your personal character. If you don't live up, if you don't even set a standard for your character before you set a standard for your persona, before you set a standard for your brand, you don't have anyone around you who can tell you, I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care how much, how many people have bought your books. Bruh. I don't care how many people think you spit wisdom. Bruh. You're out of order. You don't have anyone to tell you that. This is why whatever you do, accountability should not come from strangers on the internet. But you know why it's hard for influencers to have accountability? Mm. You construct all of this. This is true. You Because even celebrities, your mm. manager will tell you, don't say that. Don't mm. you dare say that on camera. <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> don't go there. I don't think so. You won't be seen here. I don't think so. I but we live in a so. generation where, or in a generation of, of content creators and stuff who, no, I'm my di- director. I'm my writer. I feel like it's, it's either... Everyone G-checks you or no one G-checks you. There's no healthy balance, right? Because it's like, it's either you go too far and now the whole world has turned on you. Or nobody is around to G-check you Yeah. But the thing is, even when the whole world G-checks you, you're not really G-checked, are you? No, you're not. Because you don't have... I mean, You have to go on your notes app though and write your apology. You you write your apology. Maybe you stop making content forever. But, or maybe in a couple months you can come back. Absolutely. Do you get what I mean? And and stuff like that. And I think there are people that, for example, cancel culture, it happens to you who don't deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. Because they've done the personal internal work and now they've come back. Like I was watching the video um, Nella Rose posted recently where she was saying her content is not the same because she's constantly thinking about Will people be offended, especially after her Twitter backlash that happened? And I absolutely love Nella Rose. I've loved her for years, right? Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think to myself, this is someone who has gone and done the internal work. They're not the same person anymore. But they're now scared because the internet, people G-check you without grace and forgiveness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and without an actual Anybody desire to see anywhere. you change they, they don't people, have a desire oh, to see you change me. that's Courtney, because, don't get me started on this because they're not actually invested in you nope. they're upset that the image is shattered mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in their head mm-hmm. they feel deceived absolutely so now it's like i i don't trust you i need to see you burn. whereas for me i need to see you burn because you've you've done me wrong yeah whereas for me i'm your sister right mm-hmm. i might i don't I don't care about how many followers you have. Absolutely. Whilst I care that you're you you're successful, you're achieving your destiny. I care mm-hmm. about that. I want to see you do well personally. So seeing you fail doesn't bring me delight. No. Seeing you succeed brings me delight. Seeing being with you during those painful moments and walking with you during your process of changing as a person is my duty to you as your sister. It's not my duty to you as a fan. Mm, mm. As a fan, I'm there to receive. Mm, mm, As your mm. friend, I'm here to walk with you. This is it, Courtney. This is it. And I think it really does bring us back to why we started TMS, why this is called a sisterhood, why this this isn't just a community, right? This is a sisterhood Mm. because we want to encourage 
people to walk with each other. We don't want people to be fans. We don't want people to just support. We want you to do the work. Both the beautiful work, but the ugly work too. Ugly work. Because it's not cute. The work that requires you to put your phone down. Don't take no more engagements. Don't, don't post another video. Don't, until you get yourself in therapy. Listen, until until listen, you get yourself submitted to somebody. There are times that, you know, either I will post something or want to post something or Courtney will want to post something and we'll come to each other and say, listen, sis, what's good with this? Don't do that. <laughs> it's like, is this a problem? <laughs> do Legit. I have work to do? Legit. Everybody needs at least one person in there. Not even one. We need more folk yeah. just in general Around within us. our inner circle that are not afraid to G-check yeah. us when it's absolutely necessary yes. to because public disgrace hurts. Public disgrace. Public disgrace really, it's really life, hurts. So it's life-threatening. people to G-check you? And yeah. I think if there's one thing that I really want to just like encourage aspiring mm. influencers, but just normal folk in general, mm. is just to have accountability partners. Yes. I, we're really in a generation, this is so off topic, but we're really no, in a generation of people where it's everyone feels too big to be checked. And this is the problem with influencer culture, right? Because it's like, I have more followers than you. How can you G-check me? Because what you said was actually genuinely trash. Absolutely trash. And then, listen, if I don't G-check you, some random, random person on the internet who does not have your best interests at heart, who wants to see everything you have built for years burn, yeah, we'll tell you down. They're the ones that are going to tell you down. This is it. Are you going like it's better for it to come from a friend? Yeah, who is actually invested in building you back up? Yeah, than somebody that is actually an internet troll but could level everything you built in moments. Oh, level and even everything. if they don't have that much power, it will the 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 things it will do to your mental health and Absolutely. your self esteem and your Absolutely. identity. It's not worth it. Absolutely, it's not worth it. You'll be scared, and and instead, it, it's about literally people correcting you out of love right that happens with proximity it happens with closeness it happens in having intimacy with each other not just sex intimacy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. knowing somebody knowing their shortcomings that their 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 strengths all of it and and being invested Mm. in not just their success in the vanity of it Mm. because this is the issues that influencers have because it's Mm. easy to have yes men Mm -hmm. around you because they're interested in your your the vanity of your success we love that you hit 100 cases we love that you hit a million sis but who's there more invested in the prosperity of your soul that's an that's that's what we need to start that's asking good, ourselves, man. right? Because for example, we recently hit 100k plays. Loads of people will be doing congratulations, well done. This is this is so fruitful. But what if we were living a life completely contradictory to what it is we say on the podcast? Mm. Completely contradictory to the way that we inspire the sisters to live. Who's going to G-check you when you're quote unquote successful? Yeah. Especially if one, they benefit from your success or two, they're not invested in the prosperity of your soul. They're not invested in, for example, like with the Derek Jackson situation, like even when he mentioned faith, I remember just thinking to myself, is no one here to tell you that the consequence of what you're doing is eternal? That the consequence of what you're doing, not to say that there's no forgiveness and there's no grace and there's no coming back for him, Mm. but it's no one there to tell you that what you're doing is far bigger than just making a mistake. 
it's going to have ramifications potentially for generations. Mm. Is no one there to tell you that the goalpost isn't virality? Absolutely. It's a successful marriage. That these momentary gains, these momentary monetization tactics, in a year they'll be gone. And you know what? One of like my favorite, favorite quotes is a Latin quote mm. that goes memento mori, which means mm. remember that you will die. Ooh. And it's not necessarily because, you know, we're Christians or anything yeah, and we believe yeah. in, you know, life after death, yeah. but more so... These things that we chase after, these viral moments will be gone in a flash. Next year, you won't be relevant. Yesterday's news. And when people think of yesterday's news, is this what you want to be associated with? Is this how you want to go down in history? A meme? Yeah. For this embarrassment? For this circus? Yeah. I just, I just, it's fleeting moments, fleeting, fleeting fleeting moments. moments. Yeah. Of circusry. <laughs> That's the perfect way to put it. That is the of circusry. Circusry. It's it's quite it's saddening. <laughs> no, and I, I actually say that because it made me sad. It did. It made me sad it because did. I get why people are following you because they want better relationships. It's absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And they and this this kind of tells us like be careful. The weight that you put on the words of people whose fruit you can't see. Mm. That's what I said on my Instagram. Mm, like, mm, 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 mm. I can listen to your wisdom, you know, and, and not you specifically. I can listen to somebody's wisdom and take it as, that's great. But I also want to weigh it up against the people who I know. Yes. Their results. Yes. I know the evidence of what it is they're talking about. Yes. I want to talk to the people who... who are having successful marriages or Mm. are transparent about the fact that their marriage is um, struggling. I don't just want to hear from people who have all the theory and I don't know if they're living out what they preach. It's a challenge. It's a a challenge. And I guess that leads us to talking about like other case studies about Quavo and Sweet. Why did I say his name? I'm such Quavo. an auntie. Quavo. Quavo. I don't Quavo and Sweetie. Yes. Um, because I think that whole thing of like relationship goals that's come from influencer culture and like I want to be like these people. Me and somebody's son. Me and somebody's son. And I can't husband. wait. I can't wait for him to treat me like how this person Loving treats somebody. Instagrams. Where are your couple goals now? I'm hmm? screaming. Where are they? They're fighting. <laughs> Go and gather them. <laughs> They're exchanging blows. Is there, a, apparently they had a fight. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see. Anyway, elevate, this isn't a gossip ele- channel. So. The elevator seems to be the medium of choice for a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of scraps. <laughs> and listen, this is not to say that couples don't fight and couples of don't course, break up and stuff like but that. But be transparent. Why do you have to but be then exposed? I feel like it's not like with some with with folk like Quaver and Sweet. Mm. It wasn't just them that mm. was constructing this narrative. I think that the consumers, us as consumers, this is why, and this is why we need to also take cons- um, responsibility because some people don't ask for the pedestals we put them on. No. We force them there, Mm-mm. and then we're we're crying when They're our idols shut up. The first ones that we will be doing think pieces about their love, and then when they break up, think pieces. This one was an abuser. This and one was this. This one. 
what I mean? That? And then we start doing, like I saw it with um, Diera and Ken. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I saw it when, um, you know, allegations came about him being unfaithful, mm-hmm. cheating or flirting with other women. People were like, ah, if this man can cheat, men are dangerous. Why did he become your standard? Hey. Why did this person become your standard? God. Even when like you see <laughs> when like pastors fall. Mm. It's like, well, if they can do that, why did they become your standard? Mm. Mm-hmm. Number two, the standard you set for them, are you living up Listen. to it? Or are you just watching because it's entertaining, because it's mm-hmm. it gives you hopefulness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you don't imp- in, um, you don't apply it to your own life, right? Be careful because then we start treating people based on these celebrity events that happen. You know, if Ken can cheat, if Quavo can do this, if so and so can do blah can blah imagine? blah, if Derek Jackson can do, men cannot be trusted. Can you imagine? Why don't you go and ask the people in your community who have been married for forty five years? about marriage tips, yeah? Why don't you go and ask the people in your life who actually have healthy homes, are raising Mm -hmm. healthy children, Mm -hmm. who have Mm -hmm. done the internal work for tips? Why are you going to people whose daily life you can't see, their failures and successes, you can't see them until they're exposed. They're not transparent, they're exposed, yeah? That's different. To be exposed is someone coming and tearing your garments for filth, yeah? But to be transparent is to live a life that says, before you catch me, I'll show you. I'm screaming. <laughs> this is, no, but this is a core screaming. tenet, yeah, of why my, like, for me, when I said I'm going to be on the internet, it has to be transparency. Mm. Because you won't catch me before I Absolutely. show you. No, 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 no. This is it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because if I put it. out my dirty laundry and I point to it first, you can't do, ha, ha, you look cannot. at that. Not this me. This is it. This is it. Because I'll be damned. I say this to Courtney all the time. I'll be damned before I come out here with my notes up, ready to apologize for my day. No, and that's the thing. I will air it out first. It will be better to be honest. And that's why we always tell you, we are not perfect people. Mm. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not at all. Not Not even a little bit. Let me tell you now, I'm not not perfect. And there's beauty in transparency. There is real, real Especially in community. Oh, goodness. Because you can be, people can think, oh, but... They weren't transparent on the internet. Do you get what I mean? Some things are not all for the internet. Absolutely. Some something, especially because people can be horrible. Mm. Like you're mm. going through a bad situation. Maybe you're feeling suicidal. Is it the internet you're gonna come? Today I'm feeling suicidal. For people to leave comments like do XYZ, XYZ to yourself and it pushes you. It's not everything that needs to be on the internet. But transparency in community mm. is life-changing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just being able to tap into people offline yeah. is important. Please. It's important. And I guess the final thing that I'll say in regards to just like influencer culture and just mm. being online is what you see online, A, isn't real. Mm. B, isn't relevant when you turn it off. Mm. I promise you stay off. Like a challenge that I've done for myself in like the last few months and years yeah. and stuff is I have dedicated time off of so- social media. Yeah. And some of my friends who are like also influencers Every now and again, we'll be off, yeah. you know, social media. Yeah, like, I'm come back. I'm just, I'm not, not around. Yeah. Did your life change? Not a single bit. In fact, I gained more clarity. Did you? 
People forget that life exists and goes on outside of the internet, outside of the worlds we've created, outside of the worlds we've constructed. If you live in this constructed narrative for too long, you will start to believe that everything is real. And that's why there are mad people on there. 100%. Because you think what you're consuming is real. You're thinking what you're creating is real. Mm. Not realizing that the moment that you turn off your laptop, you you come face to face with, the real you. <laughs> the real you. The real you that people don't see. Yeah. The real you that you don't, that, you know, isn't as pretty on, on mm. YouTube or Instagram. The real you that isn't as preppy and happy um, as you are on, on your podcast or what, whatever. Yeah. You come face to face with the real you. Yeah. You will turn off your laptop and you will be faced with the real you. But the thing is, the less times that you do that, the more you're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Because you just can't live there forever. You can't can't live in Wonderland forever. You've got to go home. You've actually got to go home. And I I think that even speaks to... It's going to be careful how invested you are in other people. Especially if you don't put that much investment in yourself. Mm, 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 Like, mm, mm, mm. mind the business that pays you. Absolutely. That's my favourite. That's my favourite quote. (laughs) My favorite one. Mind the business that pays you. Yeah. It's nice to be entertained. I get it. I get it. But if your emotions can be wrecked, if your life can literally be shaken by someone on the internet making a mistake or making several mistakes. What about your real life? Don't be so invested. It's like when, you know, a character dies on a a show. Like I remember when Wes Gibbons died in How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wrecked. Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) And the reason why I was wrecked was because I'm invested in this character. Yeah. Yeah. But that's exactly what happens with influencing. You're invested in a character. What dies is a persona. Right. But then how invested are you in your own real life where it's not a persona, it's actually your daily reality? How invested are you in your personal growth? You you know everything about somebody else's investment portfolio. What about yours? Oh, what are you doing stop. every day? And you're, you're here inspecting other people. Oh, they say they do this, but then why not this, this, that? Focus on your own grass. This is it. Water where you are, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, our generation suffer the most from this because the visibility is too much. It's too much. It's the too access much. is too much. Now I don't even need to, you know... um, The sense of over-familiarity. Over-familiarity. Mm. I don't, before, your neighbor would have to be peeking over your garden fence, yeah? <laughs> no, 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 no. Scroll, Scroll on Instagram. Scroll, go on Scroll your on stories. Da, 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 da. And, and I can be all up in your business. What about your business? And the thing is, it's just the time. There's no extra time in the day. Your time is just being displaced and you're investing it in other people who are using their time to monetize. Who are, who was, who are spending their time Mm -hmm. building their legacy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you have at the end of it? Mm -hmm. I think I've mentioned this in another episode. Like I would spend hours and hours on YouTube and I had to G check myself. All these hours that I've spent watching these people as much as I love them, yeah. what if I spent it actually in, um, actually applying what I learned from them in my real life? Absolutely. How far would I actually be? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the issue is a lot of us are observers mm. and we sit there as the audience of other people's lives and we forget that our own stories are running us by. 
We're audiences for people's displays and they're basically like life, what do they say? Life's a stage, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You're watching somebody else and you're forgetting that your story is passing you by. You're not even a supporting character. You're an audience member. Not even a supporter. You're actually not involved. And this is not to say that we hate influencers or we, listen, we we are them. (laughs) As much as we even, we are influencers, if you will. Um, And we have a lot of friends that are influencers Mm -hmm. that we love and cherish Mm -hmm. and we love their work. Like influencers are doing some really, really important and amazing things. And we love and cherish everything that you do. But we do need to make sure that we have open, honest and transparent conversations (laughs) as classic of TMS. Um, around what influences, what their duty of care is, where are we overstepping the boundaries? Yeah. How can we improve? Where can we get accountability from? And particularly with you guys who we genuinely do see as our sisters, mm. what are the boundaries that we need to implement with each other in order to make this relationship work? Right? Like how can we make this thing work in such a way that you know, you guys are supporting us. You're supporting mm. influencers, but you're supporting yourselves. You are the main characters in, in your, your play, in your life. We are very much about, you know, facilitating agency, helping you guys to understand that you are the director of your own show. And you've got an, you, you're accountable for your life. You're accountable for yours. You are, and we want to build up individuals who have integrity who are cognizant of building character, good character, and who are preoccupied with producing real fruit as opposed to pre and other peoples Mm -hmm. and pinching other peoples. Yep. Yep. And being obsessed with other people. And being obsessed with others. And also take heed that you're not just producing loads of things that look good and Mm. deep down you're a mess, Wreck. right? Because you're only one, you're one bad Instagram live away from your whole life. Stop being it, <laughs> stop it. But that's what we're seeing <laughs> with these online situations. It. it just takes one person to make a little snap of, hey, I'm with your man or some DMs. Fab. <laughs> coming to you circus. as a woman. I told you circus, man. For your whole reality to be snapped in half. I think the issue is like you are, oh, you put it so perfectly. These things happen in community mm. and TMS is to inspire you. Yes, you're a part of this digital community and we love it. And you can listen to us and you can listen to other women's stories and all of those amazing things. But in-person community is what changes lives. Yeah, absolutely. You need an in-person sisterhood. You need in-person accountability. Find it and flourish in it. Find it and flourish And in respect it. it as well. Mm. Like you never get too big to be accountable. Oh, never, never. That's one thing like me and Courtney discuss this all the time. No matter how big we ever became or whatnot, <laughs> I will still G-check her. Don't care how much G-check money you made, sis. Absolutely don't care. Not mm-hmm. even a little bit. Um, and on that note, folks, it's about that time. I know this was a... This was an Excel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. What a meaty conversation, but it's a conversation that we cannot have without you guys. Mm. So please, please let us know what do you think about the role of the influencer? Should influencers be celebrities? What is the duty of care with influencers? What is the relationship between influencer and consumer? 
Let us know in the comments below on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else, please don't forget to come over to our social media. You can at us on Instagram, at to my sisterhood. And of course, come and say hello on our personal Instagrams. <laughs> At CD Boateng mm-hmm. and at Renee Kapuku. Yes, and you can also, you know, get the whole world involved in this conversation. Mm. At us on Twitter, at To My Sisterhood, and use the hashtag To My Sisters so we can hear more about what it is you think. Let's get this conversation going. But, <sighs> yeah, I feel like we've really given a lot in this one. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to you in our next conversation, which is sure to be an amazing one. And we will talk to you so soon. But remember, Keep glowing and growing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.